Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to two months of Christmas. It is, uh, I believe this episode is going up on November 4th. We are in the first month of Christmas, as I like to say, because Thanksgiving tired, you know, personally, I don't like turkey that much. Um, and I don't know, just something about Christmas, two months, if we get two months, that would be fantastic. So welcome, welcome everyone to Post Park Broadcast. Uh, this isn't the holiday show. You know, we don't talk about holidays here. We talk about theme parks. That's what Post Park Broadcast is. We talk about theme parks, entertainment, movies, park rumors, news, reactions, things of that nature. Welcome, welcome. Come in. This show is for everyone. Uh, it, one and all. Uh, what does Walt say? I don't know. He said something like, welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone again for the million time thank you for tuning in um, if you haven't already and you would like to keep up to date with some of the fun commentary that i like to give on our social medias i'm going to plug those things right now you can follow us on twitter which is at post park at post park and on tiktok and instagram at post park broadcast uh, we share some little fun ticky talks here and there over there. Well, that's kind of where I've been slacking. I always slack a little bit, but you know, that it's a, uh, I'm, I'm one man. <laughs> I am simply one man, with two hands. Please don't yell at me, but yeah, we keep up to date. Hopefully sometimes we post funny reactions, TikToks and stuff like that. And I want, if you're unaware uh, by now in the, in the fourth episode, I, would like the show to be very relaxed, very fun, casual, like just off the cuff, kind of funny, um, shooting the S word as, as the grown adults like to say, we will, we'll use some minor swear words here and there, but not the big ones. Um, again, just cool, relaxed and, and casual approach. We're going to have fun. We're going to make it funny. That's what we're going to do. But we, we have some pretty decent news this week. I believe, uh, big, big stuff coming out of universal right now. And I'm very excited to talk about that. That's that's the one that is on the top of my brain right now because it is uh, it's very interesting. And I know you already know what it is, but we'll get to it when we get to it. I hope everyone is uh, before we get into the news, actually hope you're all doing well. You are uh, happy and healthy. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, we're going to jump right into the first piece of news. It's nothing too big. That's why kind of we're just. It's some, it's the appetizer, you know, for for the news week. Woody, Buzz, and Jesse are now back in Toy Story Land at Disney World in in Hollywood Studios. So I actually was unaware that they were gone, and I probably should have because I don't think a lot of characters have been back in the park. I think up until recently, they've started bringing some of the face characters back. Not too sure. Can't confirm that 100%. But character meet and greets are coming back slowly, of course, since everything's reopened. I know it's been a, already a good while, but still, logistically, I, I imagine, and in, in staff-wise <laughs> as well. But Toy Story, Friends, Woody, Buzz, and Lightyear. Woody, Buzz, and Lightyear. Hmm. Buzz and Lightyear. Those are the same person. <laughs> um, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and Jesse are heading back to Andy's backyard in Toy Story Land to meet guests. Buzz Lightyear can be found uh, apparently on the, my, according to the My Disney Experience app, as soon as you walk into the land from the um, from the big sign where Woody is at. From there, if you just kind of uh, right around the curve on the right, 
there's like a little area for him to meet. Buzz Lightyear is usually going to be located there. Jesse and Woody are both going to be kind of a little bit past that on the left to the right of the entrance of Toy Story Mania. They are, I'm pretty sure I've seen them before they went away. But yeah, they they sit around over there and and take pictures, of course, character meet and greets. Always fun. I always find myself being too awkward. I never know what to say because, you know, they have to, you know, they can't speak. So you play along with them and and they have to go along with whatever story you're feeding them. So I've always found it very uncomfortable. I can be kind of awkward sometimes, but if character meet and greets are your jam, We've got three characters that are coming back uh, in, in big fashion. And I believe Mickey Mouse, Fantasmic uh, Mickey Mouse is Sorcerer Mickey, is also meeting in Hollywood Studios again because uh, broom. I believe to at the time of recording this, this is Thursday, November 3rd. I hate to date these. You know I've said it. I hate to date them. But we've already had cast member previews and media previews. They might have been the same thing. We're kind of just rolling right into the next piece of news, huh? Uh, we They've already had one or the other, or they were both the same thing. Unfortunately, it rained out on the cast member or media previews about halfway. I have not seen any of the footage, but there are new scenes, of course. I believe there is a Mulan fighting scene. Um, Frozen, Elsa is singing, not Into the Unknown, but uh, another song from Frozen 2. I have not seen that movie. Uh, there's an Aladdin scene. Um, and apparently it's just fantastic overall from what people have seen thus far. So if you're excited, I know, uh, shout out to Kelly birthday girl. By the time this comes out, Kelly, uh, happy birthday. Thanks for listening. If you are, but I know people like my friend Kelly are very excited to see the return of Fantasmic at at Disney's Hollywood studios. It's been a long time since I've seen it, even before it went away we're slowly you know starting to see a lot of things come back into the parks um phantasmic is one that has been gone for quite a while and it was it was on my like bingo card for d23 that they would announce the return of it at the event and they didn't it just kind of was left off the table and shortly thereafter they were like hey it's coming back it's coming back november November 5th, 4th, I think officially on the 4th. I'm not sure. I'm a terrible reporter for not having that information, I guess. But yeah, like that. And another thing that we can bring an update on is actually the barbecue that is coming to Hollywood Studios Toy Story Land. Now that we were talking about that, I am I am a little confused about this because they... We're not confused, but I had made a joke for Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land. There's a big construction wall out there, and apparently it's it's been um, inching its way over like to completion. I believe a sign and some lighting has already gone up, but it's been covered, so you can't see the actual sign. Um, but uh, they're making big, bigger strides, even though this is another one of those things that's been kind of in, de- in the works for quite a while and they had mentioned i had made this joke because they mentioned that yeah um roundup barbecue roundup rodeo barbecue will be open 
in 2022. And I kept making the joke that what they meant by that was December 31st, 2022, because they were going to drag their feet uh, until the very last minute, you know, to like spread out those bill payments, I guess, um, in terms of completing the construction. And I made that joke as a, of course, to be funny, but it seems like it's coming true because they are just inching their way to the finish line. And just, I would like to try the barbecue because I believe some of the barbecue at the quick service, actually, I don't remember it being that bad. I haven't been in quite a while, if I'm being honest. I've been more to Universal these days especially with Halloween Horror Nights just ending. I've seen myself over at that park a little bit more. And I think that says a lot as well <laughs> in, in today's uh, theme park territorial uh, debates and, and things of that and where people want to spend their time the most, right? But I'm getting ahead of myself. I do remember some of the barbecue, like the sandwich and stuff, being pretty decent at the quick service in Toy Story Land. So whatever they got cooking up in there i hope it's delicious i i'm you know e- even though they're take again they're dragging their feet on finishing it i i'm excited to go in there and taste it and try it out and uh, cross my fingers that it's uh, it's de- it's good it's delicious some nice ribs hopefully hmm? that'd be nice maybe give sunnies a run for their money i'm more of a sunnies guy i four rivers it's i used to hate it and I've come around to it. I, I've had some things on there that it's, are pretty good, but man, I, I'm a Sonny's boy. I'm a Sonny's son and not a Four Rivers daughter. Would you rather have a Sonny's son or a Four Rivers daughter? Answer. And okay, <laughs> we're back. So now we have um, a runtime. There's a big Hollywood blockbuster movie that's coming out in December, I believe December 19th. And that is Avatar, The Way of the Water. This movie, yes, correct. December 19th, 2022. We have a confirmed <laughs> we have a confirmed runtime for the movie and it is apparently going to be 3 hours and 10 minutes. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Here's my thing. I personally don't care that much for the first one. I think it was a little boring, not boring, but just there was nothing special at the time of the release of the first one. I think what I remember the most, really the only thing that I remember of that movie is that Sigourney Weaver was in it and that at the time of release, they were really hyping up the visuals, like the visual quality and, oh my God, this is the most like highly photorealistic CGI that we've ever seen like this and that that's all I remember of the movie there's a lot of discourse on the internet about like everyone knows who the main character's name which is apparently Jake Sully I don't think that's the case I I think people wouldn't know Jake Sully's name if they didn't get it trending but anyway I personally not a big fan of Avatar the the first film however when they opened up the avatar land pandora in animal kingdom i wasn't really that hesitant i kind of figured that like maybe maybe it'll be cooler whatever they with you know if they pull it off it'll be cooler to visit pandora to see what they've got to offer and some of the entertainment stuff that they have over there i don't think they ever did end up fully committing to 
some of the entertainment that they had kind of promised. Like there's a stage for a show, um, which I believe they performed on like for the opening. And then uh, I think they were consistent for a good while there on, on perf- like having a small little performance out there. And then I haven't heard anything from that in a while, I believe. Satuli's can- Satuli Canteen is a top, one of my top, mm, I'd say five quick service restaurants in all of Disney World. It is so good. It's been a good minute since I've been, I won't lie. But the most recent time that I did go, I still enjoyed the the food there. It was just so, so good. The chicken is like incredible. You can tell it tastes like they grilled it right there. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's delicious. Although I will say the, they almost lost me because they got rid of a, a base, like a, a noodle or something. I, I can't remember. It's, it's one of those things that they're quietly trying to erase from my brain because they got rid of it. And I, it's been so long since I've had it, of course, that I am forgetting what it was, but you know, like they kind of have noodles or grains uh, kale, I believe there was one option that they had and they, they got rid of it. And that, that really hurt because it was, it just made my, my bowl so good. But aside from that, the quick service, fantastic. The Navi river journey, uh, it is an attraction. I will say it is the attraction made. <laughs> That's kind of what I have to say about Navi river journey. Yeah. It, it's such a shame that we have to have budgets. Um, and 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 cutbacks and stuff like that because Navi, I believe I I would say it's still beautiful. Navi River Journey is still a beautiful attraction to look at. I personally wouldn't wait for that attraction for more than thirty minutes. You know, if if the wait time's thirty, then yeah, okay, I then let's do it. If we've got nothing else to do, let's do it. But you know, sometimes and especially when that incredible animatronic at the end isn't working it kind of feels lackluster so they kind of almost barely missed the mark on navi river journey in my opinion but then you have the flight of passage which is this like soren type experience that is i think a step further than soren you know you straddle the what is supposed to be the banshee that you're on and then your consciousness gets teleported to an avatar that's out in in the forest wherever and then you fly around on this fun exciting visual journey and i have to say that i really enjoy that ride (laughs) that is it made me enjoy the avatar not the movie necessarily but the world that these um avatars exist in that ride really kind of it, it did it for me it didn't it didn't make me, it didn't connect me to, like I said, the movie. I enjoyed it more as the theme park land experience that they are trying to sell me. I don't know if that makes sense, <laughs> but I don't know. Something about that ride is just really nice. It's really sweet, fun, you know, fairly intense. I think mildly, mildly intense, but so, you know, it's very funny. I, I have this very, I don't really like the movie but I love the land. So now hearing the avatar of the way of water is three hours and 10 minutes. It's kind of, I don't know. 
I don't know. Will you be seeing Avatar The Way of the Water in theaters? Will you be waiting to see it on Disney Plus when it inevitably gets put on there, you know, months after after its release? Uh, please let me know. I will probably make a, a poll. I'll probably try to do a poll. But yeah, Way of the Water, three hours and 10 minutes, December 19th. Tickets might be on sale already. I'm not sure. But interesting. I'll be interested to see and I won't I won't it's not like I I will watch it just to have an opinion because I can't make an opinion on something I haven't seen right I can't dog on anything if I haven't seen it so it's only fair for me to give it the chance um so I probably will see it I'm lying I probably will see it Uh, moving on to another film to, to more movies beginning Friday which is going to be when this episode releases, I believe, hopefully, if I've planned things out correctly. Friday 4th at Disney Parks uh, and Hollywood Studios, actually, at Walt Disney World, at Walt Disney Presents, you will be able to get a sneak peek of Strange World, which is Disney Animation's new studio. New studio? Hmm. It's Disney Animation Studios' new film that's coming out, starring Gabrielle Union and Jake Yeelinhal. Uh, of course, for my Swifty, my Swifties out there, we, you know, don't you just hate Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Um, <laughs> I, I'm interested. This is one that I'm kind of interested in. So again, November 4th, Friday, you will be able to get a sneak peek at Strange World in the Walt Disney Presents studio, the area, the, you know which one I'm talking about in Hollywood Studios. This is one that I'll definitely have to check out. I will be leaving Florida this weekend. Uh, the the weekend after this episode airs, Friday 4th. But once I return, I will probably try to make my way over to go see that because I... Uh, let me start with this. Animation is for... And, you know, I bring this up for no reason in particular, but animation r- truly is for both kids and adults. Um, you know, there's a lot of animation. Even the, the kid, like the stuff that's quote-unquote for kids is very entertaining. Like even as a, as a young adult, I, I love, there are still animated movies that, you know, make such a big impact on on me as like someone who loves film and, um, and sometimes musicals don't tell anyone that I admitted that here that I like musicals, but you know, like little mermaid is still one of my favorite animated films. Of course, we've had stuff in recent years that people have loved absolutely like coco i know coco being set in mexico is one that kind of means a lot to me personally it's hard to watch that film uh, because the minute the minute we get into it i i just start crying a lot of tears <laughs> but animation truly is for both uh young and old kids and adults i believe but strange world is one that i'm i'm going to have to go see the snake preview because I'm a little confused on the story. I know that they like go discover a strange world, but I, aside from that, I'm not too sure what like the premise is or what if there's a conflict or anything like that. All I know is that Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and you know that's enough to get me to go because, I mean, great, great actor. But look, <laughs> listen, Jake Gyllenhaal fantastic actor if you're swifty man he stinks and that's me playing both sides so that i always come out on top 
You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, here's a little description that they give. Strange World introduces a legendary family of explorers, the Clads, as they attempt Clades, the Clades, Clades, as they attempt to navigate an uncharted, treacherous land alongside a motley crew that includes a mischievous blob, a three-legged dog, and a slew of ravenous creatures. Um, this is helmed by Don Hall with co-director and writer Key Gwynn. And who was a co-writer on Raya and the Last Dragon. This film, Strange World, hits theaters on November 23rd, 2022. So the perfect Thanksgiving film or the first month of Christmas film uh, for you and your family to enjoy. And hopefully you like what you see if you go over to Hollywood Studios to check out that sneak peek and then you go watch it um, Thanksgiving with your family. That'd be that'd be very nice and treat the workers nicely please don't don't be rude they if they're working there on thanksgiving and you're there with your family you know be nice and to cast members as well so yeah there's that jake dylan hall strange world we'll uh we'll be keeping an eye on it <laughs> now i've been spewing a lot of dates right i've been saying a lot of dates for for avatar and for strange world well i've got even more dates right let's let's talk about the festivals we'll have the dates for this is already kind of old news i'm sure you you've heard about this you seen this you heard about this but we have dates for epcot's international festival of the arts 2023 edition that's very fun international festival of the arts will be held from january 13th to february 20th 2023 january 13th being my mom's birthday so there's a fun birthday thing that me, uh, we're going to do for my mom right there is go to International Festival of the Arts. The Disney on Broadway concert series will be returning where you can see some of your favorite entertainers perform Disney songs live at American America Gardens Theater and World's Showcase. I'm getting all of this information from the Diz, uh, WDWinfo.com. Great website. Great people over there at the Diz. Thank you for uh, your journalism. <laughs> uh, this is a. Uh, 2023, we're going to be seeing 16 food studios that are going to serve up art-inspired menus. Of course, like they do every year, they will be having artists. Uh, I don't, I don't. So, okay, before I get into that, they'll be having artists displaying and and selling some of their Disney-inspired arts and things of the such. Uh, I believe they'll be, you know, I, I'm sure there'll be new new food booths and and stuff like that. You're going to be able to see live paintings you know some there's always that guy that's there jamming out to music and making an incredible painting which i can barely draw a straight line so it, it's truly something phenomenal to watch festival of the arts i believe personally is we're getting into more of my opinion stuff here it's one of my the one of the festivals that's a little bit lower on my list of my favorite festivals but it that doesn't necessarily mean that it it's because I think it's bad or anything like that. It's just a little bit lower down there, but still very excited. Epcot festival season at Epcot is always fantastic. And of course, food booths, who doesn't like that? And especially these, because they always have like really imaginative and creative dishes that is in, are inspired by art, like the deconstructed dishes. You know, it, it may seem simple, but it's still like a really neat idea. Even the little like cookie palette that you can paint on. I think that's fantastic. That's it's so much fun. 
So very excited for International Festival of the Arts. I'm sure we will be receiving more details about food booths and who is going to be performing on the Disney uh, on Broadway concert series uh, in, in the coming weeks, months, maybe. Uh, but, you know, when that happens, I'll be sure to keep you updated. And again, more dates, just just more, more, more dates. It looks like it's going to be an Earl E. holiday season. Halloween Horror Nights has officially ended. And with that, we have Earl the Squirrel at Universal Studios Orlando moving in. I mean, he's wasting no time because I'm watching a little video here. That's because the awesomest celebration of the season will be starting November 12th to January 1st at Universal's Hollywood Studios. I believe the lights are already on at in Hogsmeade. I believe I've seen my friend go and the the beautiful lights are on. So you know, the holidays are hitting the parks here very soon, very fast. Again, two months of Christmas. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> or two two months of the holidays. Because um, not everybody celebrates Christmas. Um, very understandable and respectable. So two months of holidays, please. Uh, so yeah, I, I love Universal in the holiday season. Just... Anything park really when they do it they knock it out of the park you know it's just it's such a fun warm environment to be around just the holiday spirit really fills me with so much joy and I hope it uh, makes you happy as well so we've got dates for all of those fantastic things now let's jump on to our next piece of news I did mention Halloween Horror Nights rest in peace Halloween Horror Nights has officially ended HHN 31 and. So last year, they really dragged their feet, Universal did, and didn't announce the houses. It felt like mm, a week or a day before the event even started. <laughs> so, you know, they, they felt like they kind of really dragged their feet, but they're not wasting any time this year because they, like the day after it ended, the first day of November, they announced that they have their first house ready. Well, not ready, you know, but they announced the first house for HHN 32, and it is going to be a Chucky house at Halloween Horror Nights 2023. An all-new haunted house inspired by the USA Network and sci-fi hit series Chucky to debut fall 2023. This is very interesting because if you've been to Halloween Horror Nights, uh, especially like the last two years, there has been a Chucky little display you would walk over it, it was like a it looked like a big a bunch of boxes of good boy good guy dolls i believe i think good guy but yeah it was like a bunch of good guy doll boxes that were stacked on top of each other and in the little like plastic window of the box a like chucky puppet would be peeking its head out and interacting with guests guests here and there i think this year's hhn 31 they had kind of the same display get up, but it was used more as a photo op. You got to walk into the box and it looked like you were in the good guy doll box. So that was very fun. But it, it's been very interesting that for two years straight, they've only had Chucky's involvement in this kind of minor capacity. And it just kind of seemed inevitable that he would get a house at some point. But, you know, it was weird that he didn't get it this year at hhn 31 but still nonetheless you can be 
never too late, right? And apparently he will be having a, a Chucky house at Universal for for West and East Coast as he will be having a house in Universal Studios Orlando and in Hollywood. So that's very fun. Look forward to that. We have our first house announcement. I don't, I fully, I'm not fully expecting any announcements uh, regarding Halloween Horror Nights until, you know, the usual time next year. I think that for whatever reason, they just had this one ready to go. Uh, Probably, who knows? I don't know any behind the scenes stuff, (laughs) but um, yeah, I'm not fully expecting any more Halloween Horror Nights news or updates until little bit into the next year or so but with that being said i did uh before i try to you know look at what's next here on my list i think we're going into the into the big one here yep it seems like that's here we go but uh in terms of halloween horror nights 31 i will say i'm a little sad i didn't get to go through every single house i kind of dragged my feet doing the event this year unfortunately but even though the the few couple times that I did go, I, you know, it's still as fun as ever. the The environment, the atmosphere that they have set up over there at Universal for Halloween Horror Nights, is so so much fun. And especially if you are, um, there's a lot to do. That's the thing I love about Halloween Horror Nights, and I've. I think I mentioned this in the last episode as well, is that, you know, there's Mickey's Not So Scary and Halloween Horror Nights, two completely different events. They they, they cannot be compared to one another. Um, and, you know, they're, they're their own things. But Halloween Horror Nights, even though it is more mature, scary, atmosphere, atmospheric, like creepy environment, there is still so much to do around that park during Halloween Horror Nights that it can is still enjoyable for for anyone you know if you are of you know a certain age of course like i don't i don't know how kids are you know if kids are even going to halloween horror nights right but even if you're under 21 you know under drinking age there's still so much so much fun to have there through the houses the the scare zones and even the food that they have and they offer out at the event these years, it's just so much fun. There's so much to take away from Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and then even as, especially if you are of drinking age, uh, you know, please no underage drinking. I don't condone that. Uh, right. Um, I just covering bases here, <laughs> but even for the adults, like this year they had the dead coconut club, which I think was a brilliant idea. Like what a, if they're not going to get rid of Red Coconut Club or like reopen it as a bar, I think even if they kept it as Dead Coconut Club and just kept it like a bar, casual bar or club, if they wanted to go that route again, still a, a great idea, fantastic like representation of especially like the Universal Monsters, which you know were rumored to be getting in uh, Universal Monsters land at Epic Universe. So I feel like the inclusion of the Universal Monsters is going to start becoming more prominent. Uh, They probably want to start getting these faces back into people's heads, thoughts, minds, and stuff like that. And uh, there was no better way than that. I think Dead Coconut Club was so, it was very adorable. It was so much fun. Some of the drinks that they had over there, just cool vibes. and, And even again, the food and the drinks, 
at the event itself. Very, very fun. Love Halloween Horror Nights. Can't stress it enough. Just so exciting. Before we get into this piece of news that I have here, uh, we don't have any updates as of yet for the great movie Escape, I believe is what it's called. It is going to be the escape room in City Walk at Universal. I'm very looking forward to that. That is something that I believe we were promised before the end of the year. So hopefully right around the corner. I think I cannot wait for that. I want to see what kind of, I believe it's done by the creative minds of Halloween Horror Nights. So, you know, it's just going to be well thought out in there for Jurassic Park theme and a Back to the Future theme. So there's that, that we've been keeping tabs on, the escape rooms out there. And what else? What else? What else? What else? I'm trying not to drag along too too long because I really want to get to this, but it was the escape rooms and I believe that's it. So maybe let's stop dragging our feet. So we have an update for the Minions ride. That's it. The Minions ride, the, the like marquee attraction sign is slowly but surely being pieced together. I believe we're very close to a reveal because they keep putting up like what looks like it's going to be the the marquee sign for the attraction. So hopefully we'll hear about that as well. But here we go. This is the big news. This is the drum roller right here. <laughs> Update from Universal Orlando Resort. <clears throat> Universal Orlando Resort will soon begin working on bringing exciting new family entertainment to Universal Studio Florida that will immerse guests in the adventures of beloved animated characters. Remember that? Jot that down. Jot that down. Write that down. Write that down. To make way for these new additions, Fievel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, Curious George Goes to Town, DreamWorks Destination, and Shrek and Donkey's Meet and Greet will close January 16th, 2023. The last day of operation will be January 15th, 2023. The E.T. Adventure, Animal Actors on Location, SpongeBob (laughs) Score Pants, Hmm. SpongeBob Store Pants, including Meet and Greets with SpongeBob Square Pants and Friends, and KidZone Pizza Company will remain open for guests to enjoy. Stay tuned. More details about the new experiences coming to Universal Studios Florida will be revealed in the months ahead. For the latest updates about the destination, visit www.com. www.com? Oh my gosh. UniversalOrlando.com. This is huge. This is very big. Uh, we are smoking on that. <laughs> we are smoking on that KidZone pack right now. Rest in peace, Bozo. See ya. <laughs> um, I hate to be this way, but I something inside of me is very happy to see KidZone leave. Um, if you tell me that KidZone is like a core memory for you, you are valid. You know, you have your family memories and and stuff like that. But KidZone has, I like, especially in the most recent years, has seemed very irrelevant, very dead. Uh, Fivel. You know, that's not really a character that people know nowadays. Um, Curious George. Curious George is like one of those things where, as well, it just kind of feels like it's been lost to time a little bit, unfortunately. Although that movie, that animated movie with the Jack Johnson album, oh my gosh, what a... I, I don't remember the movie, but I do remember the album, Jack Johnson. Banger. Banger of an album. But, you know... And then Barney. Barney was the first one to be evicted from 
from KidZone. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm personally happy. Again, I think that that's a lot of space back there that could be used to create new experiences, which it sounds like they're going to be doing. I will st- I'm trying to gather my thoughts. I didn't properly prepare to talk about this. I was just excited to to um say rest in peace. <laughs> so, as of late, of course, the most recent thing to go back there is Shrink It Donkey's Meet and Greet as well as the Dreamworks Destination. It's very interesting to me that Animal Actors is being spared. Um that seems like something that should have gone with with all of the other things and I'll save this controversial uh, opinion for literally the last bit because I don't want to get yelled at until the end. So animal actors being spared is very interesting to me. I don't know if I live in like a twilight zone world, but I remember animal actors. I thought they made an announcement that that was ending and I might just have been dreaming that, but I I could swear that they said animal actors is done. So unless they did, and then they just brought it back because for whatever reason, I don't know. So very interesting that that is staying. Now I'm going to be very honest here. The only casualty here with, with these things going away is Shrek and donkeys meet and greet, because let's be honest, everything else there, nothing to, nothing to cry home about you know dreamworks destination could have been a um a beloved casualty because you know but they were too they were too much of cowards to add boss baby so you know had they added boss baby then maybe dreamworks destination would have been like no don't go but you know that's what they get for not putting boss baby (laughs) um i it seemed like a fun show i never went in there again i'm just I'm just trying to make some laughs, you know, I'm just trying to be funny, but DreamWorks destination did seem like a fun place to cool off. That's what it seemed more for like a a nice place to not only cool off and entertain your kids, but you know, just it would look like a fun show. All your favorite DreamWorks destination characters out there. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster was a very fun, cute little coaster that, you know, you just blink and, and you're off of the ride pretty much. I believe there's the hippogriff right of the hippogriff over in harry potter land is very reminiscent to the woody woodpeckers one because it's it also like lasts two seconds but i did enjoy woody woodpeckers nut house coaster i won't lie curious george goes to town that is one that i absolutely forget was even back there and the only time i would ever see it is going through to halloween horror nights like when you're walking because usually they have a line that goes back there to the house and that's like about the only time I would remember that that, that that was there, as well as Fievel's Playland. Like it's just in my memory, when I think about those spots back there, I just imagine like a gray cloud over Fievel's, Fievel's Playland and Curious George's. So again, to me personally, the only real casualty here is Shrek and Donkey's meet and greet. Will they find a way to bring that back? Hopefully. I think Shrek still has a lot of staying power uh amongst people you know whether kids adults especially adults you know i'm definitely gonna have to go meet shrek and donkey and fiona before this goes just in case because i don't think i've ever gotten a picture i think maybe one but you know shrek is love shrek is life i don't expect this to be gone forever 
now let's circle back to the important part. Get you know, check your notes. Remember, I told you to note this down. What, you, where is it? Where is it? Sorry, Universal Orlando Resort will soon begin working on bringing exciting new family entertainment to Universal Studios Florida that will immerse guests in the adventures of beloved animated characters. Interesting, very very interesting. There's always been rumors that Pokemon was supposed to be coming to the parks. Of course, before, prior to COVID and prior to the announcement of Epic Universe, it had been very highly rumored that KidZone was going to be non-existent and would be becoming Super Nintendo World. That was one of the big rumors back then. And then, of course, again, COVID and then the announcement of Epic Universe, which we know for a fact, I believe Super Nintendo World is actually the only land of Epic Universe that is 100% confirmed by Universal. So Super Nintendo, I believe, out of the picture in terms of what could go in KidZone. Pokemon was always the, I believe, the second biggest rumor of what could possibly be coming to the parks. I This is another one of those things is I don't think I'm dreaming I made this up, but I'm pretty sure Pokemon and Universal have a a deal of some sorts to put some attraction into the park. I believe they wanted to do a Snap Pokemon attraction. I believe they want to do that as like a dark ride where you got on you. There were Pokemon animatronics that you would use your little device on the on the on the ride vehicle to snap photos of Pokemon. You know the animatronics, which sounds like it would have been a very very cool cool ride i i'm not heavy into pokemon but i do casually enjoy it and i think that would have been wonderful so pokemon to me was the first thing that i thought about when i read this announcement it would be very fun i think this is kid zone and the lost continent to me are both the same thing what they're doing Changing Kid Zone, I believe, is what should also happen to Lost Continent. The because Lost Continent has also been rumored to be like a Lord of the Rings or a Legend of Zelda replacement has been like rumored for Lost Continent, but that's neither here nor there. Whenever they announce that Lost Continent is going away, we'll get back to that. But you know, these are two pretty, you know, decent chunk size spaces that that they can work with so pokemon i think would be my preferred option now i watched a video from theme park stop um alicia stella who fantastic fantastic with the scoops and everything like that um alicia was talking about how it could possibly be just a fully devoted land to dreamworks i think this seems more plausible um you know, if not Pokemon, DreamWorks, you know, they already have DreamWorks Destination. Whether this replacement, this new land will be anything, how should I say, you know, massive, you know, whether they're going to put a bunch of dollars to do a a full dark ride or something like that is yet to be seen. Who knows? But a DreamWorks land sounds very, very plausible. They have so many characters from that, like, the I believe the penguins are still famous. You have trolls. 
what else? What else? What else? Kung Fu Panda, I believe, is making a comeback as well. They're making another film. So, you know, considering that Epic Universe is rumored to also have a How to Train Your Dragon Land, DreamWorks, you know, films have have, have staying power and and it would it would make a lot of sense. I don't think Illumination, because of course they're already turning like that main street once you enter the park into Minions Cafe, the new Minions ride, and then the original Minion, uh, Despicable Me ride. So I don't see it being Illumination. DreamWorks definitely feels like it's gonna it's gonna fit the bill there. Or it could be something else. They, you know, this is one that I hope it isn't. But of course, in Hollywood Universal, they have the Secret Life of Pets neighborhood with the dark ride attraction that they have in there, or. Is it a dark ride? Yeah, I, I believe so. I've seen video footage of that attraction and it looks very cute. It looks adorable. I personally have always been of the belief that I I don't think they should do clone attractions for both parks. Um, just because I feel like that gives me a more bigger incentive to go visit Universal Studios Hollywood because they have different attractions than the attractions here at Universal Studios Orlando. So I personally am hoping that they don't bring Secret Life of Pets, but if they do, you know, it it's not like it's going to be the end of the world. It'll be a new attraction, it'll be a new land to explore, discover, something for for the families to enjoy and and really everybody, but you know, regardless of what it is, whatever comes next, I I'm very excited to see what they do with that space. Um anything Universal does right now is always going to excite me because you know with everything going on it in in the walt disney world corporation and and things like that it seems like more and more people are kind of turning their heads a little bit more to universal and um even the fact that they're announcing you know they're working on epic universe they have a new minions attraction coming for them to announce that they're still developing even more regardless of scale big or small the fact that they're still developing more um while they're developing epic universe is really impressive in my opinion i think that's a very this is a very very impressive at least to me so very exciting the um <laughs> tantalizing opinion that i was going to give is that i think <laughs> please Please don't hurt me when I say this. I think it's time for ET Adventure to go. I think that maybe even SpongeBob. I think just they could have had such a big like piece of land, even bigger. It really blows my mind that Animal Actors is not being chopped. That is that's kind of bonkers to me. But ET Adventure, I feel like it's run its course and of course I people have said that it's like in the contract of the park, like Steven Spielberg said, if they ever get, they can't ever get rid of ET adventure, whatever. I think it may be time to go. I personally don't like the attraction. I like the beginning. The beginning is fantastic. But once we go to ET's home world, it just kind of loses me personally. I remember reading somewhere that someone said that they changed the smell of the attraction, which is very interesting. So even if you don't have that original smell, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like the ride. I just don't like the ride. So that's my personal vendetta against ET. I wish it would go along with all these other things, but you know, for ET fans out there, um, you know, you, 
you did it. You saved them. You you really did. So <laughs> um, let me know what you guys think, please. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on what you think is going to take over, what they're going to replace back there with the removal of Fievel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker, uh, Curious George, and DreamWorks Destination, and the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet. What do you think they're going to be adding to that place. Now you got to keep in mind beloved animated characters. That's the key here. They specifically told us that. So uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think is going to be replacing over there in that section of the park. You can again, tweet us, tweet us, send us a tweet over at post park cast on Twitter, uh, comment on, you know, some of our TikToks and Instagram posts over at post park broadcast. And I think that's the show we've gone on long enough. I've rambled. And hopefully you've enjoyed today's conversation. I know I'm going to get some flack for the ET comments, but you know, I'll, uh, <laughs> I guess it'll be deserved. It'll be a deserved slap, <laughs> but thank you guys so much. If you've made it all the way this far, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I truly appreciate it. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, evening, day, rest of your week, wherever you're listening to this from, whenever. And I will see you guys in the next episode, hopefully with some even bigger and better news. And take care. See you in the parks.